everyone. Welcome to this week's Weekend Extra. We're here with Jeff Aru. <laughs> You're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what that's from, check out this week's message. It was a really good one to kick off this series. Um, but we want to dive into a couple questions. Excellent content to start the series, Jeff. I can tell this is going to be a really fun series, and it's something close to your heart, too. Yeah, for sure. Um, one of the things that really kind of um, stuck out to me as you were talking was this idea that uh, our relationship with God is defined by relationship with love, but it's not defined by relationship of authority, well, then what does it mean to have a relationship that's defined by love? Like, how does that work? Yeah, so when you think about a loving relationship, it's a fascinating thing. It's not that God doesn't have authority. Obviously, He does. But when you kind of look at what God longs for, when you look at His His heart and His head, Jesus says things like uh, friendship, uh, we are co-heirs with Jesus Christ, so we're a son or a daughter of God. And obviously, like in a parenting relationship, there's an authority, but you really want that to be a loving relationship. You want your kids to respond to you um, because they love you and want to. You want friends to respond to you, not because you're controlling them, but because they love you and want to. Um, so that that's the tension there that the Bible kind of lays out. When you think about a loving relationship, though, the, the biggest difference is this. When, when you... Think about a friend, or you, if you're a parent, you think about your kids, or um, you know, even a classmate or whatever. When, when you think about a loving relationship, what we do in a loving relationship is not done from obligation. It's done from discovery. Yeah. So when, when I fell in love with Heidi, I wanted to discover her heart and mind. I wanted to discover her habits. I wanted to discover her likes and her dislikes. I'd never felt stuck with that. Hmm. Uh, as a parent, I'm the same way. When my when my children do something new or have a new interest, it fascinates me and intrigues me, and I want to to feed that. You know, I, um, I've always said with my my boys with sports. Uh, if, if you actually go after it and make the team, I like engage that with you and excited to, to help you with it, coach you with it. And I enjoy that. I love discovering that with them. So that that's kind of the, the relational foundation of our interaction with God. We're not stuck following God or I have to go to church. In, in a loving relationship, it, it is that discovery process, and it puts energy into it and life into it. And, and, and meaning out of it. And that's what God wants. He, he wants us to, to um, see the depth of his love for us and then respond in that way. And it would feel more like that than you better stop it and you better do what I say. Yeah. Um, and so that, that's kind of the, the vibe that you would want to think it through with. I love that. And I feel like if that's something that if you're watching this and you're challenged by that, like keep diving into that idea because that is what yeah. the heart of God and what He's after us for. And if you have questions about it, keep coming back to us, get into, talk about it in your life group, like whatever, but drive deep into that. I love that concept and desperately need it myself. Yeah, we um, all do. It's hard to get, it's hard to get your head around, yeah. you know, but especially if you were raised with that finger pointing God, yeah. but um, the God of the invitation is different, yeah. you know, and, and he, he wants us to to kind of enter into his heart is kind of an old-fashioned way to say it, but I think you know what I mean. Yeah, it's good. Well, um, this whole concept of not trying harder, like mm -hmm. I'm not trying to impress God, I'm not trying to just get all my ducks in a row, and yet 
some of that language comes from the Bible. You know, we right. should we should go hard after God. We should pursue Him with everything that we have. Um, it's a whole other thing. And if you grew up in that type of a church, you know exactly what I'm coming from. So there's an element of that. So if we're going to approach God through this avenue of love, does it mean we shouldn't try at all? Like, do I not have to worry about obedience anymore because God loves me for who I am and it's fine whatever yeah. I do and He's going to forgive me anyway? Or you know, what is that? How does that shake out? Yeah, so the Bible would would say these things in attention, right? So like Paul specifically would say, "Shall we go on sinning so the grace may abound?" And right. then he shouts, "Certainly not!" So there's a tension that the idea is this: there is most definitely areas of of obedience in the Bible, um, without question. What God wants us to get to is the motive behind that. So when I know the motive behind it, the obedience is natural for me, okay? So a, a phrase I say a lot is that um, you can change behavior without love, but you can't love without changing your behavior. Mm. So when I love God, my behavior will fall into line. And, and when I read the scriptures and I trust his love for me, I start to understand why he would want me to obey him. Because I can obey God and not love him. Sure. Right? It's super easy peasy to do. But can I love God and not obey him? No, it's going to bring about life transformation. So no, I absolutely, I do not you know, ignore the, the directives of scripture. But if I can get behind them and get behind the heart of them, uh, it'll make that, that scripture come alive in a whole new way. And it'll make uh, God's burden easy and light, as Jesus yeah. said. So, uh, so I, His yoke easy and light. It, it's it's uh, with joy that I do it. And the, the the metaphors God gives us in the Bible are parenting, and friendship, and marriage, mm-hmm. right? And it's back to this love thing. I do things for Heidi because I love her, not because I'm stuck with her. Right. I, I give to my kids because I love them, not because they're just greedy little kids, you know, kind of thing. And and when you get that motive in there first, all the obedience makes mm-hmm. sense. And when you trust that God is saying that from a position of love, you start what he's asking us to do starts to make sense. So it's it's yeah. all locking into God's heart with it. I love that. In my experience growing up, it was that super churchy, fallen line language, and similar to you, Jeff, when suddenly I realized the position of God, I wanted to do those yeah, things, a, and I realized the benefit of a, of a loving father asking me to follow in that my, way. My, my life is more restrained than it's ever been. <laughs> But my my joy is off the off the charts. But yeah. my life is more in line sure. than it, it than it ever was, yeah. you know. But I don't care. I I, I love it. I yeah. find joy in it. I uh, I give with joy. I serve with joy. I obey with joy, because I trust the heart of my Father, who's who's uh, has a, a right and a pure motive for asking me to do what He's asked me to do. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Well, I hope that this is helpful. Again, if you have questions and you want to get back to us, shoot us an email, hit us on Facebook or other avenues on social media. We would love to get back to you. Uh, This is this week's weekend update. And just to be fully transparent, your mom called you Jeff Aru. I can resonate. My mom called me Joe Babe. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. It's awful. Don't you ever. (laughs) Anyway, we'll catch you next week. This was the weekend update.